Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us for a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, lovely listeners. Yes, ma'am. And how are you today, Miss Noel? I'm doing well. Let's see. This episode today is the 21st that it's come that it, our episode is debuting. So sure, although, is next week my birthday? No, the week after next is my birthday. Yes, so, yes, yes. Oh uh, yes, and you listeners won't know this, but I'll tell you, I had like. Two other episodes that I actually started research on for this week and just wasn't feeling them. Just was not feeling them. They were kind of bringing me down. It snowed a lot here. It's dark and drab. You know, a little bit of that seasonal depression sneaking up on me. So I decided to do something fun. And of course, what's more fun than haunted places? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> there is nothing more fun. Nothing more fun. <laughs> Not for And us. this one is very fun, like a lot of playful ghosts, and it's just very interesting. So I'm excited. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of our spooky haunted episode, I just wanted to let you guys know if you are an Apple, Acast, or Spotify listener, you can leave us reviews. Mm-hmm. It's a free thing that really helps us as a podcast to reach new listeners. So if you have a few seconds, just go in, leave us some stars, and let people know about More Than Murder. Yes, please do. Yes, yes. After you finish doing that, if you want more of your girls, go follow us on our socials. You can find us on Facebook at More Than Murder. Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. And Insta at uh more than murder pod yeah yeah that's the one <laughs> man i was doing so oh. good it's like I'm, i've almost been doing this for like a year and a half now who'd have thought only you know <laughs> only <laughs> i thought it was going to be twitter that tripped you up yeah i know i thought so too but no that flowed yeah. out real no. well yeah you got that one real quick <laughs> <laughs> uh just so you guys know we also have a youtube and a tiktok youtube you can find us more than murder and then on tiktok you can find us more than murder pod Maybe someday it'll all be the same. We apologize for all the different names, but, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. The YouTube kind of came a little bit after we started, and then the TikTok came after we started as well. So it wasn't like we were making everything all at once. Mm -hmm. So it kind of – and some things don't allow you to use certain screen names because they've been taken, which, no, no, where? (sighs) So – So, yes, go follow us. Um, We would really appreciate it. And then if you can, please, please leave us reviews. Now, today we have our first ever haunted ship. Yay. The RMS. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because you were talking about the movie Ghost Ship in last week's episode. Yeah. And now we're doing a real ghost ship. Mm -hmm. I love Um, it. I know. Me too. And this is the RMS Queen Mary. There will be more where this comes from. What do you mean? Like this won't ships? be the, the last ghost ship. That's exciting. I like I like broadening into different things. So it's cool that we're doing something different. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And I, I almost was like, you know what? Maybe I could do like a whole episode on haunted ships. Mm-hmm. But the There's Queen Mary really. There's a lot Mary of haunted really... ships. 
So we've got to make a lot of different episodes on it. A lot of different episodes. And Queen Mary really, it needs its own. Yeah. It needs its own. It's got good history. It's got lots of ghost stories. And it's super, super cool. If you are into the paranormal, you've probably already heard of the Queen Mary, at Mm -hmm. least on TV shows or in blog articles or on those little listicles about the most haunted places. She's usually on those lists. Um, And yes... I am referring to the ship as a she. <laughs> well, it's named after a female, so I would assume. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't want to be like, the Queen Mary, the Queen Mary, yeah. the ship, the ship. You know, I right. had to break it up a little bit. So we're That's talking what they about... call boats and cars usually anyways. Exactly. She. They give them the she. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Okay. She currently <laughs> rests in Long Beach, California. Everything cool is in goddamn California. (laughs) I know, I know. But it was a um, British ocean liner. So it it wasn't like made in the United States or anything like that. Um, I was going to say, let's jump in. But maybe for this episode, I should say, let's set sail, shall we? (laughs) Oh, Lord, yes, please. (laughs) I got all the puns, all the, the shippy puns. We shall sail. (laughs) All right. So construction on the 1,000-foot Queen Mary began in Clydebank, Scotland in 1930. Wow. Big ship. Yeah, huge. Uh Uh-huh. It was the height of luxury for that time, decked out with fine dining halls and lounges. And what what year was this? I'm sorry. It started being built in 1930. Okay, so So, after Titanic. Yes, yes. And we'll get into the... um, like the differences from the Titanic and things like that. I mentioned the Titanic like briefly, um, mm-hmm. but yes, it was it was a lot after. So it was the height of luxury for the time, decked out with fine dining halls, lounges, two cocktail bars, two pools, a grand ballroom, and even a small hospital area was on board. Wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. People who were on boats wanted comfort. And they didn't want to give up anything that they were used to. So a lot of it was, you know, made for the comfort of especially the rich. Mm -hmm. Now, with the onset of the Great Depression, shortly after they begun construction, they actually had to come to a complete halt. Why? The Great Depression. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they probably couldn't get the materials as easily Mm -hmm. um jobs were just not a thing in the great depression so they had to stop the magnificent and grand queen mary which was larger and faster than the rms titanic yeah it's huge i'm just looking at these pictures it's so long it is so and i mean at the time of beautiful titanic that was the biggest fastest ship you know that had ever sailed Mm -hmm. so this coming out, you know, might have been a little scary because what happened, you know, a spoiler alert yeah, right. um, of Titanic. They were probably like, okay, this needs to be made better. It needs to be um, bigger, fancier, yeah. and, you know, hopefully that won't happen again. Hmm. Um, she took her maiden voyage on May 27th, 1936. Okay. Many of the rich and famous were drawn to the opulence and amenities aboard Queen Mary. She hosted many of the elite, including the Gershwins, Greta Garbo, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, and even Sir Winston Churchill. (laughs) 
Didn't we just say yeah. something about the Duke and Duchess of Windsor last week, too? Didn't they stay at one of the Biltmores or something? Maybe. I think they stayed at the Biltmore Hotel. Maybe. That's yeah, weird. Maybe. How Isn't awesome. that, yeah, the similarities, And the built right? hotels all the way in Florida, so these, these people are just going everywhere. I mean, you can. You I can, know. especially when you got this beautiful ship, you know? Yep. Might as well take a, take a crossing. Now, the name of the ship is also quite fancy. According to QueenMary.com, there is a pretty cool legend behind how the ship was named. I absolutely <laughs> loved this. Okay. So... Originally, they planned to name the ship the Queen Victoria, and legend states that the Cunard directors, the people who made the boat, um, went to ask King George his blessing of the ship's proposed name, saying, quote, we have decided to name our ship after England's greatest queen, of course, meaning Queen Victoria, the king's grandmother. Yeah. Upon which the king is reported to have stated, quote, my wife, Queen Mary, will be delighted that you are naming the ship after her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Isn't that great? Yep. And I mean, he's king. You can't be like, but uh -huh. no, no, it's being named Queen Mary. So yeah. I, I don't know, you know, the validity of that, but I just I want to believe That's it's a true. Fun story. I, yeah. I love that story. Why yep. not? So by 1939, with the outbreak of World War II, the ship was given a new role, especially since luxury travel was just not a priority. She started being used as a troop ship, transporting soldiers to the front lines. Hmm. Now, with how fast she was and the large size, it was actually pretty perfect. She was repainted a dull gray color and was actually nicknamed the Gray Ghost. Her Neat. Isn't that cool? Like mm -hmm. this beautiful ocean liner. Like I've been to war. Like she's got battle wounds. I just, I love this ship. I think I she's know. so cool. It's, hard it's like a person. To it. <laughs> exactly. So during this time, her capacity uh, was increased from 2,400 to 5,500. But was it um, capable of having that capacity? Did they like upgrade I, it to that or? Yeah. So I think what they did was they probably like took out a lot of like the luxurious areas to make yeah. it more, you know, room Livable. for the soldiers, room for, you know, equipment and things like that, food, rations. Um, so, yeah, I think she had a little bit of work done um, while they were painting her to make her more war worthy. Mm -hmm. Now, during the war, the Queen Mary played a role in the D-Day invasion and yeah. as if you don't know, that was a big turning point for the Allies in World War II. Mm -hmm. She did survive the war as well as a collision at sea. And also collision she with another boat. Yeah. So there was a smaller boat that wasn't as fast. And I guess the Queen Mary kind of came up a little too fast and they ended up colliding. Oh, my God. She survived it. Um, you know, the other some boat people, didn't. Some people did die, of course, but um, <laughs> the the lady of our episode did survive. <laughs> um, yeah. Along with that, she also set the record for carrying the most people ever in one voyage on a floating vessel. Uh, Sixteen thousand six hundred and eighty three people. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how they fit them on. There are some pictures and it looks like the boat is just like the whole top deck is just people. Yeah. Um. So I don't <laughs> I don't know how they did it. But yeah, they and she still holds that record to this day. Wow. Yep. Yep. 
Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So before returning to regular luxury crossings, the Queen Mary had one more important job. Okay. So the war is over, you know, they're picking up the pieces, but before she goes back, she's got one more thing to do. The ship was used for multiple bride and baby voyages. Yeah. Yeah, What do you mean by that? I'll get into it. I literally mean bride and baby voyages. So according to an article on legendsofamerica.com, the Queen Mary transported over 22,000 war brides and their babies to the U.S. and Canada. So what I'm guessing is these women married U.S. or Canadian soldiers while they were stationed. And then, you know, they probably had their life. They probably, you know, got pregnant. They did all the stuff you do um, Uh to become husband and wife and parents. And then after the war, when the soldiers went home, the wives needed to be transported to their husbands. So the Queen Mary helped with that. Well, that's now, very interesting. I've yeah, I'd never heard that before. I was gonna like, say I've never heard of that. No, and I mean I've watched a lot of World War II docs with my dad, and I've Diana. never heard of you know. Well, it was bride all the Third Reich anyway. But no, no, no bride and and baby voyages. So, <laughs> so yes, but you know, you never know who you're gonna meet and fall in love with. I guess. Nope. Yeah. So. Um, After her very important role in World War II came to an end, the Queen Mary was lavishly refurbished and resumed transatlantic cruises. Okay. By by 1960, with air travel becoming the go-to method, cruises kind of went out of style. You know, Mm -hmm. air travel is much faster. That is the way that people are choosing to travel. They're just not. Nowadays, cruises are bigger, but, you know, they kind of died out. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but the big ocean liners, like, now aren't nearly as romantic-looking to me, and I don't know, just, there's something about those old ships, like, I don't like these... I agree. It looks like a goddamn, you know, entire city building traveling on the water, and I'm like, that is not beautiful to me, like, I love a good ship. I just I agree. love a good I ship. agree. Those old big ships mm-hmm. just, oh, they're beautiful. Even, you know, little like tugboats and things. Every time we would go down to like, you know, Myrtle Beach or wherever for vacation, yep. we'd always go see the tugboat museums and you could yep. go on and you'd take a picture <laughs> of the wheel. And it was always so much fun. I loved it. I don't know. I don't know if I would love actually being on a boat for a long period of time at yeah. sea. Just, you know, in the middle of the ocean. No, that's why I don't want to take a real cruise either. Yeah, no, it's a little scary. A little scary. So, by 1967, the RMS Queen Mary was withdrawn from service after over 1,000 successful crossings. Wow. So, they just, they were going away with the big ocean liners. You know, we have the cruise ships that we have now, and she just probably wasn't selling tickets like she used to. So they took her off. She was in retirement. Mm Aw. The ship was then sold to the city of Long Beach in California for over $3 million. Well. And in the 60s, that's a bit of money. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of money. For that boat. Um, I mean, Jesus. Yep. And, you know, it gave it another purpose, new life. They're mm-hmm. they're taking care of it. Who knows what would have happened if if they hadn't, you know, maybe she would have sat and just decayed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But now 
the city bought it because they had plans to set up a maritime museum as well as a hotel. So they wanted this floating hotel. Hmm. They knew about the cool history of the Queen Mary and they thought it was the perfect place. I love a I love a floating hotel. That's neat. Isn't that cool? Like you don't have to go traveling on the sea and and dare the unpredictable ocean, but you can yep, sit yep, here by the shore yep. on the boat as a hotel. Yep. Be docked, but you're still on a boat. Yeah. You can still feel the water I'm good underneath with that. you. That's like, good. Yeah. Oh, super cool. That's what I would do. <laughs> hmm So Queen Mary set sail one last time December 9th of 1967, arriving in California, where she will dock for the final time. Oh. I know. And I that had to... That was a long trip, too, if you think about it, because going from, you know, England and then going all the way to the West Coast of the United States, mm-hmm. I think she was just, you know, usually going from there to like New York and like the East Coast. So it was probably a, a long trip for her for her final voyage. Probably. Once the hotel area opened, that is really when the paranormal life of the ship started to be known. It said there are 150 known spirits aboard the Queen Mary. But another source said that there could be 600 unique spirits calling the ship home. Yeah, I saw the 600 number twice and I saw the 150 once. So I was like, you know, I'm going to put them both in there because who knows how many really, you know, how many different people have traveled and where it's gone. And yeah. And yeah, yeah, exactly. The workers who, who built it. I'm sure that the people that people died over the six years that they were building it. Accidents happen, especially. And the fact that. It was renovated before the war. It's going to be renovated again for the hotel. Like, it's constantly, like, there's people working on it all the time. There are um, also recorded of 49 deaths throughout her sailing days. Not a ton. We've heard of more, but still, you know, that, that leads to paranormal. One death which occurred happened in the engine room, which is said to be a hotbed of paranormal activity. The heavy, like, watertight doors in this area crushed two men to death, including an 18-year-old, including, sorry, including an 18-year-old worker in the 1960s. Wow. Crushed to death by the doors? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like shutting? Like. Yeah. So, they're, they're very heavy, watertight yeah. doors. Sure. So, I think when they open, once they start closing, you have a little bit of time. And that was the story was like he was trying to like run in as it closed and just bam, got crushed by the door. Good God. Was he in a life or death situation or else I wouldn't have tried that? Well, there was an there was an, another story along those lines saying he was like playing chicken. Mm-hmm. Like how fast can you run through the door? Mm-hmm. Some say it was an accident. Some say, you know, he was kind of fooling around. But like squirrels on the side of the road who can cross the road in front of this car the fastest and yeah, <laughs> make it to the yeah, other yeah. side. <laughs> Actually, I was on I was on my way home earlier, and I saw this squirrel. You know how they cross power lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy was running so fast he'd run, and then you would see him like, oh, grab on because he was about to fall, and he'd That's be like, funny. okay, I got my footing, and then he'd start running again, and he'd have to grab on. I was like, oh my god, don't fall, dude! You got quick <laughs> reflexes. <laughs> oh god, um, yeah. So death. So many have spotted a man in this area wearing blue coveralls and sporting a beard. He's seen walking along the corridor, then just disappears into door 13, the same door which caused his tragic passing. Wow. 
and I'm mad because there was a picture of the door that I meant to include and I forgot it. So <laughs> I'll get it before this goes up so that they can see. Because, yeah, these doors are very, very big and they look very, very heavy. Hmm. So not a great way to die. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Now, with the shipping used as a hotel, many who stay report seeing strange figures out of the corners of their eyes. Knocks are often heard throughout the ship, and freezing temperatures have been reported. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. During. Huh? I said, I was going to say something, and then I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Weird, weird thing. So, this past week, two or three different times... Speaking of things out of the corner of your eye, I yep, saw, yep. I swore I saw, like, a spider drop from the ceiling, but there's, yeah. out of the corner of my eye, and it happened a couple times this week, nothing, there's nothing there. I'm, yeah. like, seeing bugs falling from the yeah. ceiling in my head, but huh. it's not happening. But it's not there. I don't it's know. not there. I'm not crazy, you guys. Don't, don't freaking commit me. Uh, <laughs> no, I get those. I get those, too. It's, like, you see something, like... Like, I have white, white, gray walls, and I'll see, like, something black on the wall or, like, as I'm moving, and then I look back, and there's literally Not nothing there. there. It's like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Should I get my eyes checked? <laughs> Am I okay? You never know. You never know. Mm-mm. So during the construction after the ship was sold to Long Beach, the workers reported some strange things as well. They would often hear conversations where there was no one present. And often had their tools disappear, later to be found in a completely different area. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe the construction kind of awoken, like, awoke the spirits. Oh, Maybe yeah. even made some of them angry. I'm sure. Usually it does. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I don't know, like, a lot of the rooms were, like, smaller. So they took, like, three rooms and made them one big suite so they were completely gutting areas Mm -hmm. they were really doing work on this ship yeah there are certain areas for sure yeah especially yeah especially people who who died there have been there since their death for how many years you know that that's their home you don't change it on them i mean even if it was like an old construction worker, somebody who built the original ship, they're like, what are you doing on my ship? I'm proud of this ship. Don't touch my ship. Exactly. You don't touch my ship. (laughs) Stop blowing holes in my ship. My boat. Or whatever we say. So there are certain areas which seem to have more paranormal occurrences. One of them is the first class lounge, which is now called the Queen's Salon. Mm, Nice. Mm -hmm. You're going to love this one. Oh, yay. So there is a woman spirit in this area who's seen wearing a white evening gown Hmm. and reportedly, reportedly, (laughs) reportedly, she is seen dancing alone in the corner of the room. Aww. Yep. No music. ballroom dancers from before. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said I was like, oh, it kind of reminds me like this is a fun one. It's just fun. Well, at least the ballroom dancers at the hotel had each other. That makes me kind of sad that she's dancing. That all she's by alone, but you know she's still having fun. I she's know. dancing. She's True. carrying on. She's got her dress on. Yeah, and for all we and know, there's a bunch of ghost dudes that we don't see with her. So exactly, and you know, if if she can see, you know, the people on the humanly plane, yeah, maybe she's got she an audience. She's dancing then. with them. Exactly. Exactly. 
The first class staterooms are also a good area to witness some spooky spooky. Mm. A tall, dark haired apparition of a man is seen. Faucets will turn on randomly. Lights turn on in the middle of the night. And phones will ring. But when answered, there's no one on the other oh, side. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Those phone calls, man. Yep, they're they're so say. scary. Love a I good just... spooky phone call. I just want like a landline just for that. Reason. <laughs> just like give me a landline so ghosts can call me, dude. Oh, uh, oh, this one's sad. <laughs> so in the third class playroom area, oh. and a lot of these areas are what the area was, and they've changed a little bit um, because, of course, they've done renovations and things. So when I say third class playroom area, that's what it was when the ship was actually sailing. Mm-hmm. In this area, visitors have experienced baby cries emanating around them. Oh. Yeah, that one's sad. Yeah, that, that one's sad. Uh-huh. I mean, that could have been a a baby that was prematurely born from those mamas, the babies and birth or brides or whatever, you know. You oh, the know. brides and baby mm-hmm. voyages or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know. So. Or if, if one of them, you know, was ill on yep. their trek. You never know. Mm -hmm. And I I meant to do the research on how long it took, like, from where they were to the United States or Canada. I meant to look that up, but I I didn't. Because I know, like, with a plane, it's just a couple hours. But on a ship, you know, there's so many different variables. Mm -hmm. But she was fast. She was the fastest. So I, I don't know. Are you looking it up? I'm just generalizing. So. Okay, no, that's fine. I just wanted like a general, like, because it, it departed from Southampton, England, at a, like a lot of the times, and then it would usually go to like a lot of times it went to like New York. Okay. So just look up like voyage from there to there. Got to be a few days, not maybe a week. Yeah, it's gonna take seven nights. Seven nights. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And. And it all depends, too, Canada. if it's choppy water, if it's, you know, you got yeah. some some really bad wind, might slow you down a little bit. It takes a fortnight to get to Canada, so 14 days. Yep, yep, okay. All right, yeah. So you're on a ship for a long time. If if you're sick and you can't get good medical attention, something could have happened there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't know. The two swimming pool areas are also said to be extremely haunted, but these spirits are actually pretty playful. There was a first class and second class pool area. Some of these strange sightings seen here are women in 1930s style swimming attire, just wandering around the pool deck. Wow. Some have heard the sounds of splashing and even seen wet footprints coming from the pool. Oh my God. Now that. The pool that has no water, guys. Right. The pool that has no water. No water in it. That would trip me right out. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. uh, And they say a lot of the footprints are like little, so it looks like children Mm. were playing in the pool. Oh, my God. Splashing. Somehow, like, children's footprints are creepier than adult ones, I feel like. (laughs) Because you never know. Like, they always say, like, dark spirits could be... Pretending to be a child Mm -hmm. to make you feel comfortable. So you just, you never really know. It's terrifying. What might be the most famous spirit aboard the Queen Mary is that of a young girl aged to around five or six. And her name is Jackie. 
Uh-uh. Jackie is one of the children who hangs in the pool area as well and has a very playful nature. Oh, that's the one in the picture. Yes, yes. So the story is that Jackie actually drowned in one of the pools during the time. I think it was like the second class pool. Mm. But they don't have any records of a drowning on the ship. <laughs> yeah, it's so... I mean, I know that lots of things like to keep things like that hush-hush if they want people to keep coming back. Exactly. They, and you never they know have how... to disclose anything to anybody. That's when like it happened it. or if, if the records that they kept were even good, mm-hmm. you never know. So Jackie can be heard giggling and seen hugging her teddy bear. Aww. <laughs> she's a sweet little thing. And like I said, she's very playful and her favorite game is peekaboo. <laughs> She will apparently show herself briefly in one area of the pool, then disappear before popping up in a different area. Oh, my gosh. And when you guys take a look at the blog, her apparition is literally full body. You would probably get confused and think, "Who is there a kid in here? That's a child. Yeah, it looks like a child. It's not see-through. It's full body. Like, you would never know that that's a spirit. Yep. And apparently that's where she likes to, like – if she's playing peekaboo, she'll like pop her head up. Oh my god! And then once you see her, she pops down, and then she'll just come up in a different area of the pool. Dude, that just gives me goosebumps so bad. Like, Isn't can you that imagine? crazy? Can you yeah, imagine dude, I got them too. Like seeing oh. somebody's head pop, I would think I'm nuts. Like it'd be the corner of the eye thing. Like you see yeah, somebody's head yeah. pop up, and you're like, what? And then it's gone, and then it comes over there. It's like as long as you get it on camera, then you got validation. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, uh, yeah it's nuts she can often be heard calling out for her mommy that's sad yeah just roaming around looking for mommy and um she also (laughs) sometimes i would come on ghost child i'd sit in my car and come let me be your ghost mom (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no i've got a son haven't you watched anything that was like do not give the ghosts any any power she to you? She needs a mama. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that demon's going to get her, guys. <laughs> oh, but it's such a cute kid who's crying out for mommy. I know. I'll be your mommy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You got an attachment. <laughs> oh, God. So along with that, she will also sometimes answer direct questions through EVP sessions. That's awesome. So, yeah, so they've had clear, concise conversations with Jackie she says that that is who she is I'm not sure you know what questions have been asked but she is known to directly answer you back with validating evidence grumpy grumpy is another resident ghost of the Queen Mary he got this nickname because he apparently enjoys growling at guests and investigators okay so first of all I'm gonna have to look up these EVP sessions there is a website that I sourced. I think it's one of the last two. And in that article at the bottom, it said something about, like, click here to listen to our, to EVPs. I'll probably just go to YouTube and type in RMS Queen Mary EVPs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know how, how great that's going to be. Some yeah. of that stuff is, like, not, I don't know. It, it can be very hit or miss. But I know, mm-hmm. and I think these ones are Jackie EVPs. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. But, yes, yeah, so one of those on there says, like, we four EVPs go to this link and, and you can listen to them all. So. Second of all, 
If I'm listening to playback while I'm in the place doing an investigation and something fucking growls at me. I'm out. I don't know. I'm usually the, the person you know that'll stick around. But yeah, no, I don't I'm know out. about that, man. I'm out. I, I, I'm out. I don't need I'm... no fucking demon dog growling at me from behind. And that's... So the thing about Grumpy Hellhound. is, you know, it's unclear the real identity of this spirit. Some believe, you know, that he might be growling to be scary. But some feel like he might just be joking around to, like, spook people. Like, maybe he knows why people are coming in there and he's like, I'm going to give him a show. Yeah, maybe. If he could so answer he might be... without just a growl and confirm that, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I'd like we to go, think I'll he's ask just him a, fun, I'll say, a fun ghost. Are you doing this for fun or do you not like people? <laughs> do you want to kill me secretly? <laughs> yeah. Do you want us oh, bad? God. Dead. And then it'll be like, yes. It'll and then like, I'm out of there. Oh, yeah. It'll I'm out. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. I'm like, okay. Okay. Never come back here, Grumpy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So uh, scary. So we'll just growl back at him. Yeah. I'll just bark, have a growling too. match. Yeah, bark there, at him. I'll hiss. People will be like, all the people staying in the hotel will be like, what the fuck? You know what? I'm bringing a cat with me in a carrier just in case. They are protectors when it comes mm-hmm. to that stuff, so... They are, they are, and they can see it before mm-hmm. we can see it. So it might give us a little, you know, fuck equipment. We're They're bringing a cat. Protectors and detectors. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They detect and protect. They, they do. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, God. I've got yep. six of them, so I guess we got all the paranormal equipment we need. We do. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got one and a half. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo ain't coming, guys. Apollo would live there with the demon and be very happy. <laughs> he would. He would. His big eyes staring out into your soul. He'd be like, this is my home now. Yep. Goodbye. Yep. Good Lord. So, so, yes. Um, Grumpy is the resident jokester, maybe. You know, just, just playing with people. You know, like in our ass. Our, our ass. <laughs> <laughs> in our last episode. <laughs> in our ass. <laughs> trailer um (laughs) as you know in our last episode i talked about how i would joke around as a ghost so um i'm adding this to my repertoire to just scare the poop out of people Uh, i'm just yeah i'm just gonna be like oh growling get out and just yeah yeah they're not gonna know they're gonna be like that place is so scary and it's all demonic and i'll just be laughing hysterically like (laughs) i made him pee his pants yeah oh that'd be hilarious so Anyway, uh, that is grumpy. Many of the spirits we talked about seem well-natured and even playful, but with any haunting, there can be some scary encounters as well. Room B340 is said to be the creepiest room aboard the ship. B340. Okay, that is where we need to stay. Okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... (laughs) Legend has it that back in the 1960s, during the ship's uh, final voyages, I don't know if it was the last voyage or, like, as she was kind of starting to wind down, a man apparently murdered two women aboard. Now, once they discovered his horrific crimes, he was then taken and locked inside of his stateroom. (laughs) The exact room number is unknown, but it's believed to be either B222, B224 or B226. Okay. Okay. So he was in one of those rooms and you're at sea. You don't really have any other options. I don't think there was like a jail on board. 
So they basically locked him in his room and then they made someone kind of stand guard outside. Apparently, yeah, that's a good question. I am now curious. I'm gonna have to ask my cruise people. Are there jails on there cruises? are there are yes on new cruise ships there are jails yeah I would say there would have there to are be. like prison cells on there yeah oh. you can Google it okay yeah. I don't know if it's all throughout but I I've heard it somewhere that yeah if you like commit a crime on a on a cruise ship they can yeah put you put you in a cell well good. at least That's until good. you get back to yeah. where but There's it's also tricky because the the sea has its own laws yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, that goes deeper than I want to. But, yeah, the international, but I'm, yeah. Waters thing, mm. yeah. So how how do you... I feel like if it happens, What jurisdiction like, happens when you do a crime at sea? But I feel like you have to be in the sea without a boat. <laughs> like, if you're in a cruise ship that's from America and you're committing a crime... Your like jurisdiction is America. Right. But if you're like but then floating each state in the water. Has their own, each state has their own jurisdiction too. So if it's going out of Florida, do you go with Florida's jurisdiction and get that death penalty? Like I, it's Yeah, hard. that's a good question. I you know what? I'm that. doing an episode on it. I will do <laughs> maritime murders or yeah, whatever. There you go. We'll oh, there's it. a lot of different, there's a lot of disappearances and stuff from cruise ships too. Oh yeah. People going overboards. People I mean, go missing all the time on cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Natalie Wood, she was on, like, a yacht when she died mysteriously. So, yeah, there's a lot of shit that happens at sea. Mm-hmm. Watch Dexter if, if <laughs> you're interested. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, anyway, he was locked in, and someone was outside to stand guard. Apparently in the night, the man started screaming and pounding on the door, saying there was someone else in there with him and that he was afraid for his life. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's intense. Which I feel like something like that happened at one of the prisons I covered, too. Hmm. He was, like, in solitary, and he was, like, screaming, like, help, help. And then they found him the next day, and, like, he was, he was like, dead with the terrified look on his face. It rings a bell, but I've watched yeah, but a I lot can't of movies remember, as well. <laughs> I can't remember which episode, but it was one of the prison ones that I've done. I've only done one, two or three, so... I don't know. Write us in if you guys remember. Maybe you just listened to that episode. Yeah. But um, it did remind me a lot of it because the the noise eventually died down. Guard figured the man was tired and he had just fallen asleep. If you're screaming and you're banging, you're going to tire yourself out. So once arriving in New York City, the NYPD was called and they came and take like, you know, to come and take the murderer away. When they opened the door, they found an unexplainable grisly scene. They found the man had been ripped apart and his entrails and limbs spread all over the room. What? Did uh-huh. this actually happen? We'll get into it. We'll get into it, okay? So they they discovered that the injuries that this man sustained, he could not have done it himself. No, absolutely. You could not the, be alive shock, while you're spreading your entrails. Exactly. The shock <laughs> alone from that pain, you're going to yeah. die. So after that, once the ship was bought and renovated, the three staterooms, B222, B224, and B226, were joined together to make larger suite B340. Okay? Ah, Okay. Uh huh. So in the 1980s, they actually stopped booking this room because they stated people would just leave in the middle of the night so afraid. People could not stay a full night. They were terrified. Something in that room was just chasing people out. 
There have never been any records which corroborate this story. So it is legend. And there are people out there that believe it's all made up. Mm-hmm. They don't believe the story. They don't believe that the room itself is haunted. There are some people who don't believe the story but have had experiences that the room is haunted. Mm-hmm. So is it just a normal haunting or is there some truth to this story? I don't know. That's I don't nuts. know. But it's a great fucking story. Yeah, it <laughs> it's a great story, you know? It's fantastic. Uh, so... After a while, they end up reopening the room for booking, and many have stayed and reported some scary shit. It's actually like people who stay, they request this room because they want to go in and they want to investigate. They want to see if the the story's real. So it's got a hefty price. It's like 500 a night, I think. Um, But if you got that... You can stay in B340. Yeah, and if if you're just going to be there for one night, I mean, hell. Pay it. Yeah. You're already freaking traveling to California. Mm -hmm. If I'm going there on a trip, I'm going to save up a ton of money so I can do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not just going to be like, oh, you know, do a couple things. No, I'm doing everything I want to get done. Across the whole entire country for us, so... (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to go I'm going to go all over California if I can. Yeah, right. Now, the paranormal stuff that is being reported are random knocks on the door, the bathroom doors opening and closing on their own, once again faucets turning on and off, and some have even had their blankets pulled off of them in the middle of the night. And is this in that room? Uh-huh. Okay. And when they awake, they see a man standing at the foot of the bed. Yikes. Did, has anybody tried to get photographic evidence? Um, I don't think I found. It's hard sometimes to find. Like that picture of Jackie is so unique. Yeah. Because you don't really see that stuff. Like most people are like, oh, I caught this mist. They have got pictures of like shadow figures on the decks and stuff. But I didn't see any pictures from the actual room what's the room number again b340 and um i know you like the buzzfeed unsolved guys ryan and ryan and the other guy um they stayed in that room a while ago too so there's a video from them in there oh okay yep yep so um the sorry I have a Band-Aid and I can't make my computer scroll. Use your other fingers, Goomba. I am now. <laughs> but I'm not used to it. It's like my left hand. I'm like, what is happening? I know. That's weird. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, the ship definitely plays up on the fact that this room is supposedly haunted. They play up the fact that the whole ship is very haunted. I well. mean, they are very... You know they what are us very into like. it, you know? So, exactly, exactly. When you enter, they have a ghost hunting kit for you on the bed. What? It has, uh-huh, uh-huh. They give, you, they give you what you need. They have a Ouija board, tarot cards, dowsing rods, and even an EMF reader. That's so neat. the guests who stay in there can do their own little investigation right from their hotel room. You don't have to spend a lot of money and bring, you know, a bunch of equipment. And uh, you can see if the story is fact or fiction. That's neat. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I want to go so Super badly. Cool. Now, usually the ship is open for ghosts and history tours and also as a hotel. 
but when I went to the Queen Mary website, there was actually a pop-up box stating that it's temporarily closed. Oh. It might be because of the spike of the C word. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things are closing down. I think California actually got hit pretty hard. So mm-hmm. um, they're probably just being safe. Uh, make sure, of course, though, that you check the website, especially if like you're planning a trip and you're like, all I want to do is go to the Queen Mary. And then you go and you can't stay there. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you go to the website before planning a visit. If you've ever stayed in the Queen Mary or maybe even in B340, please let us know. We want to hear your stories. Mm-hmm. We want to hear it if you've we been there. We do. Um, there are a lot of videos. Um, I actually watched a couple today where people stayed in B40. Some didn't really have any, like, they, of course, had, like, weird knocks and they heard some weird noises, you know, things like that. But it wasn't anything that was like, <gasps> you know, yeah. when I find that, you best believe I'm calling you and I'm sending it to you. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> because that's what we do. And I, I haven't found that yet, but I definitely want to uh, watch more videos and, and see more stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, Ghost Adventures went there. Of course, long Hopefully. time ago. Yeah. I I can't remember the episode. It was like back when Nick was in it. So I'll have to watch that too. See what they got because those episodes were really good. Um, <laughs> other than that, many believe that the hauntings are just a big hoax. It's a lie. There are people on record saying that the ship is not haunted. They go there every day. They've never had an experience. That's because we already know why. Those people They're are closed. not as open. They're closed They're off. going there They're saying, skeptics. They're, nothing's yep. going to happen. I'm not going to see anything. You exactly. Know? Exactly. A ghost isn't going to show themselves just to anybody. You mm-hmm. know, that's why the people that are more sensitive have more experiences than other people, you mm-hmm. know? So, yep. Yep. They Plus, think that you and I are the kind that debunk everything. So once we come to the end and we can't debunk anymore, that's yes, I literally have that right here, right here, because, you know, they, they say that it's used for a money making scheme and, you know, they're like, oh, well, everybody thinks it's haunted and it's gotten all these reports and, you know, people are flocking in. So let's just cash in on it, you know, and those cynical people are always going to be that way. Mm-hmm. I, I feel having some healthy skepticism, like Noel said, is good. Mm-hmm. But you also have to go in with an open mind. Mm-hmm. You can't, can't be just closed. be like, <clears throat> exactly. That's why, you know, the, the people debunk what they hear or see and don't just go in it like, oh, my God, that was paranormal. That was paranormal. Mm-hmm. That was paranormal. You know, like we've been on ghost hunts where people think every little thing is paranormal. Oh, it's awful. It's hilarious. It's absolutely but hilarious, but there's it's no awful. spook to it. You don't get any readings because the ghosts are like, yo, fuck this. This is dumb. And exactly. Then... They're using fake ass equipment, like, and mm-hmm. people are hearing what they want to hear out of it. It's like, uh, you gotta have some type of way to to debunk and mm-hmm. to be like, you know, that was the wind. That was yeah. not an orb. That was a speck of dust, you know, mm-hmm. like. I don't like watching shows where paranormal people are just like everything they heard and everything they see is paranormal. They don't try to debunk it. like Or it's all just like feelings. Oh, did you feel that? Did you feel that? But it's nothing like you can hear or see. Exactly. Like, exactly. Why would you like, sometimes, that? Like... sometimes when they're like, oh, my God, my hair's standing up, they can kind of show that. Yeah. But it's more like, a, like oh, that I, I got a touch on my back. Something mm-hmm. touched and brushed my arm. Like, I can't see that. And I'm not there to feel it. And sometimes, like, even when they have... It's not compelling enough for me. 
in one of you know our favorite ghost hunting shows <laughs> they will be like oh you can uh, see the scratch developing on the him and i'm like how do you know he wasn't just itching himself a second ago like oh does, dude i have the most he didn't just itch i mean we itch exactly sub, like subconsciously uh-huh. like... and i have the most sensitive skin like if i'm in a hot shower and i itch oh i oh all the time i get out dude and my body just covered looks in scratches like, i go for a run yeah, and I here. get like I get really itchy, and then mm-hmm. I get off, and it's like I was just assaulted by a ghost. I thought that no, was just me. I, wasn't. I don't know what it is. Anytime my body heats up and it has wetness to it, if it's sweat uh-huh. or what, it's itchy. I itch. It's just yeah. so itchy, awful. and then I look like I've literally clawed myself to pieces. I know it's awful. It's so yeah, so awful. that's why I'm like, the scratch isn't developing on him. The scratch is already there, first of all, and it looks like he literally just itched his neck. Yeah, it's so, hard. It's really hard with TV shows and and things like, like that because bleeding and cut. Then that's one thing. But yes, like, yes, exactly. But it's like it a raised like little like scratch, itch. like they yeah. itched themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, especially you know the, the fair skinned people. Like mm-hmm. I show any itch that I do, even mm-hmm. you know like with dry skin or anything. Like you itch up. Look at that. You can see it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's annoying and not compelling (laughs) enough for me i need like that one episode of ghost adventures when you heard that guttural scream yeah that that was terrifying and you Mm -hmm. could tell that you know it wasn't caught i don't think it was caught on like their cameras or something it was only caught on the evp so it was like oh like you gotta bring other things to make it compelling for me Mm -hmm. and just know guys if you ever watch our snoops we're gonna debunk we're going to try and get as much evidence as we possibly can. And it's not just going to be like, I feel this. I feel that. You know, it's. it's... Yeah, we got a lot of great evidence with our first one. If you have not watched it, please do mm-hmm. and share mm-hmm. it because it's awesome. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's we go to a haunted gym and it's really cool. So, so yeah, that is just my two cents. Um, and that's the Queen Mary. I liked that a lot. Thank you. I did yes. too. I did too. I needed, I needed a mental pick me up, and ghosts, ghosts were what it was. We can never do another like four weeks of just true crime ever again. Because I got into this, I, I got into this. I usually weird... don't even do that much true crime. I usually do I, yeah. mostly haunted anyway. <laughs> yeah, and it got All me into this weird like... move mood where I was like, oh, this episode's trash. Oh, this episode's trash. Like. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I couldn't decide on an episode. I started writing like three of them. And I'm like, nothing is making me happy. And I want something that makes me happy because I'm, yep. I'm going to be living it for a while. So, mm-hmm. and I got some nasty true crime coming up, like some dark ass shit. I know. So I'm like, I need something light. Let's do a haunted ship. Yeah. 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 So. We got to watch some some haunted stuff together now. <laughs> I know. I actually, like, Destination Fear, I have, like, two or three episodes that I still haven't watched of the newest season, so. I like their stuff. You know, it's hard because you still don't know with those TV shows what is real, what isn't real, but I I, yeah, I like to go into those with an open mind as well. It's just hard because you really don't know if they've brought people with them anywhere yeah, throughout the yeah, whole building. Exactly. That's the shitty exactly. part. You don't know unless you're it doing it. It is. You know. Like, some of the stuff... Like, they use a lot of, like, the um, movement yeah, yeah, the, detecting stuff, yeah. um, like REM pods and, like, the music box and stuff. So, like, a lot of that, they've gotten a lot of compelling stuff from that, like, um, That's weird. play the, mu- like, the music box will start playing and they'll be like, okay, can you stop? 
and then the music box will stop. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, can you continue, you know, walk towards that box? And yeah. then it'll go, like, when they say it. So, like, that's they have gotten things. a lot of yeah. compelling stuff. And, like, when they um, only hear things that's been recorded as opposed to, like, when we hear it live. Like, if you can't hear it live and with your own ears, but then they hear it yes, later on, yes. obviously that's and not see, somebody they brought with them. I feel like a lot of the times they are doing – they're doing the live EVP – review yeah and that a lot yeah. of the times they do catch it there it's mm-hmm. not like you know we got home and we listen you like you know they, they, they are doing yeah put it in exactly exactly like like our evp sessions could be a little boring because we didn't really get too much mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when we were recording off our phone it was all the stuff that we couldn't hear with our ear yeah. that we were getting so so yeah that that's pretty compelling and i just i enjoy it i don't watch ghost adventures anymore <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I wish we could no. just do our own more often. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to, like, watch the shows because I need... I know. I, like, need it, you I know? need the thrill. Exactly. The because we can't always get somewhere, guys. It sucks. Nope. Sucks. But anyway, we will uh, see you next week. I don't know what Noelle has up her sleevey sleeve, but Neither I'm sure she. it'll be great. <laughs> That's how I felt this week. That's literally, <laughs> I literally how I felt this week. <laughs> I'll figure it out. That's all I know. I'll figure uh-huh. it out right before Thursday. <laughs> yeah, literally. That was like, I was sitting there Sunday, like anxious. I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yep. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was like, all right, you know, this is a little later on in my list, but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do it. Better <sighs> than the one you had planned, so. Yeah, yeah, which next week. My next is my birthday week. That's right. Yay. Ooh, yeah. Which actually, I think I'm going to try and get it done so we can record it early so you don't have to stew on that on the actual week of your birth. We have to anyway, remember, because Noelle, for her birthday, is getting her eyebrows microbladed, and that's on Thursday. Oh, I forgot. I I totally forgot. And luckily, it's the one day you have off of work, so. I know. That also, I think, threw me off, because I was like, oh, fuck, it's my first, like, yeah week as my new schedule and i'm all like can i juggle all of this even though i don't even work that much and i was just like i need something easy yeah and uplifting just to freaking get me through i know (laughs) oh and it went fine it went fine and it always will because i'm just anxious for no fucking reason yeah it's fine everything (sighs) yeah yeah so yes join us next week for Whatever, Whatever she's got planned. <laughs> and and we'll, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, in the meantime, make sure, like we said at the beginning, to follow us on our socials. And if you can please leave those five-star reviews, Apple, Acast, and Spotify. And then if you would like to reach out to your girls, maybe you've visited one of the places we discussed on the pod, you can totally reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can message us on Facebook or Insta. Or you can leave us an email at the Gmail, more than murderpod at gmail.com. And lastly, for any uh, episode pictures or um, like our sources, if you guys want to read the articles, anything like that, we source everything on the blog at www.morethanmurderpod.com. Yay. And that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> all I got, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Yes. Have we a good love weekend. You all. Yes, Thanks we for love listening. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>